Welcome to the Future Female Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Harrop, and it's my mission to help create more female leaders in the workplace. In today's episode, I'm going to answer the question of what to do if you aren't getting feedback at work. Now, I'm imagining that you are a top performer in your role or in your organization, and you're working towards that next level, that next step in your career towards either a leadership role or other growth opportunities within your organization. And oftentimes you're probably not getting enough feedback because you're a high performer, you're doing your job, you're doing all of the bare minimum and probably more work on top of that that isn't actually expected of you, but you've taken it on because you want to grow in your company. When I was in a leadership position and had team members like this, they often got the least amount of my attention and not intentionally so, but many of my top performers, my A players were very autonomous workers, meaning They didn't need me to micromanage them. They didn't need me to frequently be checking in for me to trust that they were doing their work. So if you've gotten to that space with your manager or leader where they don't check in on you super often and when you do check in, they're saying you're doing great work, that's a good thing. However, I want to help you take that a step further on if you aren't getting specific feedback and how to approach it in those situations. I'm going to walk you through four steps you can take if you aren't getting that specific feedback from your leader. So the first step is knowing what your manager expects of you. Having clear expectations is an absolute must. If you are wanting to be a high performer, you want to get promoted at work, You don't simply want to take on all of these tasks and responsibilities and have it not be noticed. There is an episode I did on office housework that I'll link in the show notes. And that is oftentimes what I've done in my career is I've taken on a lot of tasks and responsibilities that weren't actually promotable tasks. So I want you to be mindful of that when you are taking on additional work. But if you know what your manager expects of you, Maybe there are certain goals for your team, for your department, for your organization. Maybe if you're working on a customer support team, for example, that I've worked with for many, many years, you might have specific goals for customer satisfaction. You might have a goal for how many emails or phone calls per week or per day that you're able to handle. Maybe it's another metric where it's based on how much time you're spending on each of your calls. Maybe it is how often you're available for calls uh, or emails, whatever that looks like in your role. So when you know what your manager expects of you, that is what you go off of. Because if they say, I want you to reach these certain things and you achieve that, that means that you are succeeding or excelling in your role. And things you take on on top of that can be things that help you stand out to get promoted in your job, in your company. Now, if you aren't sure what those expectations are, this is a great starting point with your leader to say, what is it that you expect out of me? 
for me to show you that I am a top performing team member. If you're not quite sure, if they haven't clarified that, ask, would you consider me one of your top performing team members? If so, what are the things that you're seeing from me that are having you recognize that? And if not, what things can I work on to improve? Take notes and start providing feedback to your leader of what action you're taking to improve there. The second step is proactively asking for feedback. Let's be honest, anytime someone says that they want to give us some feedback, we instantly tense up, we get defensive. It is 100% natural. I don't care who you are. It only gets easier if you practice actively getting feedback because even to this day when I've given all sorts of feedback to my direct reports, anytime a leader or someone else comes to me saying, hey, can I give you some feedback? I'm like, oh, great, here we go. What did I mess up, right? We instantly think worst case scenario, what we've done wrong perhaps, and we get defensive. In those situations where you want to instantly get defensive because maybe they're giving you some feedback and you're like, and you're thinking, no, 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 you don't have the full picture. I did this because so-and-so told me this and that's why I went in this direction, right? That's defensive. It's obviously defending why you did what you did, but maybe not in the best way. So for me, I take a deep breath and I either respond better because I've physically taken a moment to compose my thoughts. And if I'm still not quite sure what I want to say, I simply say, thank you for your feedback. I'd like to think on that for a little bit before I share a response. Is that okay? Can I follow up with you tomorrow on that? Because there are things that I'm trying to work through in my head that aren't aligning with this uh, feedback, but I want to make sure that I approach it in a way that is constructive and is helpful to move forward from here. When you ask for feedback, this also welcomes it and it, it takes a little bit of the edge off of the defense so that you're not constantly on edge when someone reaches out to provide it for you. I personally have found, because I do lean more towards the perfectionist side, I like to have things done correctly, and I am prideful in the work that I do. So when someone comes back to say that it wasn't done totally correct or there were mistakes, obviously that hurts my pride a little bit, so I don't want to get defensive. But if I welcome that feedback in advance, that allows the opportunity to open up a better conversation so that I'm not instantly on the defense. Try it out if you haven't done that and see how it feels for you. This is helpful, especially when you might be getting feedback like, hey, you're great, because your manager might be so busy in their day-to-day that they don't know how to give you specific feedback or that you're even looking for it. Again, coming from experience, there are times where In the moment, I thought, oh my gosh, they are absolutely amazing. I'm so grateful to have them on the team. And the message I send is, hey, thanks for doing great work. And it's very vague and not specific. So if you're in that situation where you're not getting specific feedback of either things you did really well, so you know what you can do going forward, or you don't know what you could have done differently, perhaps, 
that is when it's helpful to solicit some of that feedback to know exactly what things you're doing well or what things you can improve on. This can also look like reaching out to other leaders or other teams who are aware of what you're working on. Again, making sure that it's not a burden of these people if you're reaching out and asking for feedback, but you're saying, hey, I'd love to give you some updates on a project I've been working on, and I wanted to see if you had any suggestions on things that I could perhaps change or improve with it. Again, welcoming feedback. So when they share with you things that they think could be improved, you're not on the defense. This is also very helpful for this is also really helpful for networking internally because people are going to know what it is that you're working on. The third thing is tracking your progress. I talk about this a lot as far as keeping a work journal and tracking the things that you're working on in a week by week so that you know looking back the things that you've done really well, things that you've made improvement on. Maybe you got feedback on something and you made really great improvements and in a couple of months you were one of the top performers in that area. That's a great scenario to use in an interview or to be able to show how you have grown and to be able to see that yourself when you go to do end of year reviews, for example, to showcase that progress. And the fourth thing is updating your leader with your learnings. You can provide proactive updates to your leader. Again, going back to making sure that you know what they expect of you. So you're saying, hey, here's what the expectations were. Here's my notes and how I've tracked my progress. And then you're doing step two of, hey, do you have any feedback? And getting specific on what it is that you're looking for saying, I wondered if you had any feedback on how I can improve to get to this level or to this percentage or whatever that might look like. Because if we're asking broad questions that are vague, we might also get vague answers or it's providing more work for our leader to think through what we really need and hope that they're giving a response that's helpful for us. I know if you implement these four steps of starting right from the beginning, and maybe you already know what they expect of you, so you can jump into adjusting how you're asking for feedback and getting more specific. Maybe you're already tracking your progress, so there are slight tweaks and changes that you're doing with this message today. But I know that it is something that was helpful in my career as I was growing into a leadership position and something that I recommended to team members of mine who also wanted to grow and develop in their roles. And it was always helpful to touch base with them on if they wanted to grow into a leadership role or if they wanted to remain in a more individual contributor role. What could I be doing to look out for them? And a lot of that came with them telling me what they were looking for and what they were interested in if I wasn't already proactively asking that. And I know that many leaders may not have the in-depth training or the -the on-the-job experience to be able to set you up for best success. So depending on what your leader's experience is, these conversations will all vary And other challenges might come up during that, but that is why I 
want you to start applying this and then figure out if there are areas that you need to pivot or change or adjust your approach, you can absolutely do that because you likely know your leader best who you've worked with for whatever amount of time. If you loved this episode and you're actively preparing for a future leadership role, you're going to want to join my Future Leaders program. It is a customized training that I created for you to help you go from team member to team leader. And better yet, I'm going to work with you until you get that promotion. So check out the link in the show notes for more details, and I can't wait to see you there. All right, until next time, we'll see you later.